You may be seated as you are seated. I'm going to call Bob Beckham up, and uh, he has our Alex story uh, for today. And um, if you don't uh, remember, uh, around Christmas time, the Alex Project was our way of uh, doing a Christmas offering this year. Um, it was to just set aside an amount of money and just to give that money wherever a need popped up. And we gave people a certain window. And we knew that stories would come out of that. And so we want to share those with you today. Bob. Good morning. Jamie and I decided to give ours to our sons and their wives and uh, let them take that forward with their story. Those of you that know my oldest son, Kyle, uh, you wouldn't be surprised. He looked at me and smiled and said, that's awesome. I'll give mine to Melissa and Melissa can give hers to me. And we had to explain more to him about what it, what it was about. Uh, the story I want to share very briefly had the privilege of, of, of being contacted by one member of our congregation uh, through the school district. And this generous individual wanted to use their Alex uh, money, a significant amount of money, to help some families and needed help determining who might best uh, use that money uh, through the school system. Uh, I thought, what better people than to contact our counselors? And this gentleman and I spoke and agreed we were going to focus on the younger kids. And so our counselors who talk to our teachers every day and our administrators, of course, know what families have needs. And so through the generosity of this individual, multiple different families were surprised. And it was quite, quite a process to get that, uh, uh, that done. It's difficult to identify someone and, uh, and ask them to humble up and, and receive help like that. And I think that process is still unfolding even today. And again, who knows if some of these families for the first time are being introduced to the needs meeting love of Christ. And again, completely anonymous. And who knows uh, what and then moment might happen for these families. Forever grateful for that individual doing that. Thank you, Bob. Thank you for sharing there. Uh, I'm going to have our offering guys get in place. And um, uh, here's the phrase, give a little, help a lot. That's what the Alex Project was all about. Um, we each do our part to give what we can. Um, and great things come out of that. And that's actually what happens every week in this place as we pass the offering plates. And whether you give in the plates or online or at the kiosk in the back, uh, we want to thank you for once again championing the cause at Community Christian Church and helping us push the mission of Jesus forward. Give a little help a lot, even a little bit, goes a long way because God can do amazing things with what he's given and what we are willing to give. So we're going to pray for our offering and uh, pass the plates at this time. I'm going to ask, ask Chad to pray. Um, we are going to come to a time where uh, we share some Alex Project stories like we have been talking about for a few weeks. And if you... Uh, we're with us in Christmas time. The Alex Project was just our way of doing a Christmas offering. And this is the way we did it. We asked all of our people to just set aside a certain amount of money. And just somewhere over the course of the next six, eight, nine weeks, 
just find a need and give that money away. And that was the Alex project. And we knew a lot of stories would come out of that project. And so we're going to share a few of those with you uh, today. Delin. For the two of you who don't know us, uh, my name is Delin Drake. This is my mom, Amy Drake. And just to connect those dots for you, Alex Drake, for whom this project has been named, is our brother and son. Um, it's an honor to be up here telling you about what we've been able to do um, to bless people because of my little brother. This last Christmas was the first time most of you had heard of the Alex, Alex Project, but uh, I believe this was the fifth year, fifth year um, that our family has been doing it, and we call it Alex's Blessing. Uh, for one reason or another, I normally find myself waiting to give my money away until the later months of the year, and because of that, I have not given my, uh, my Alex's blessing away this year yet. But um, I have a story from 2015. I was working in Springfield at the time at a super high-end salon filled with rich stylists. There was a very small group of us that, despite working at a salon with astronomical prices, uh, we weren't well off for one reason or another. One of the women um, in particular that I worked with was about my age, is about my age, and is one of the spunkiest people I know to this day. Uh, so we became pretty close pretty quickly. About a year before I met her, she won a battle with cancer. She had some help during that time, but being that she was originally from Mississippi, she was far from home and family, and therefore, by the end of her fight with cancer, she was drained financially. In December of the year I met her, her dad, who was still in Mississippi, had had a heart attack. He made it through the heart attack, but was in really bad shape, bad enough that she really needed to go visit him. Um, and it was at that point that I decided to give her Alex's blessing from 2014. Assuming that she could use it for food or gas or um, something on her trip home, a few weeks later, her dad passed away, but she was able to be there with him, and I felt pretty good about myself for that, as if my $100 had, had made that possible for her. When I gave her Alex's blessing, I wrote a note telling the story behind the money, and she, took, um, and she being a polite Southern woman, wrote me a letter back to thank me and to tell me what she had done with it. She explained that because of the sudden trip home, she hadn't had money to buy her nieces and nephews gifts for Christmas, but because of Alex's blessing... They each got a gift from her. And that was a great slap in the face for me. That was God's way of showing me that I had nothing to do with the success of this process. He had put this woman into my life so that I could pass along something that wasn't mine to begin with. And she was kind enough to not use it for herself either. We both received the gift of giving that year. How do you follow that? Uh, mine pales in comparison, but um, unlike Delenn, I tend to um, give my blessing away super fast. It's kind of how I am. I could buy a Christmas present in April, and they'll have it by April 2nd because I cannot stay. I can't wait. I love to do stuff. But anyway, um, but I haven't given away my 2018 yet uh, because I changed purses. So it was in my purse at home. But I know what I'm going to do. I have a plan. So. But anyway, I'm going to tell you about what I did last year. Um, at exactly one year ago today, it was exactly, by the way, popped up on my time feed. Um, anyway, um, Dusty and I were in Austin, Texas, um, 
because Davis, our son Davis's band, was performing there, and so we went down to go watch him. Um, but also being major college basketball fans um, and KU fans, Rock Talk, um, we wanted to find some place to go watch games. Uh, if you've ever been in Texas, they're not a big basketball state. They're all about football. So um, with the help of Marcy, who had done some research for us, she found a place where KU alums that were in Austin would all get together and watch the game. So we went to this sports bar. Um, the alums re reserved this room. It's a pretty big room. Um, but because of that, uh, just the setup of, of the game, they only had one waitress working in our room. So now I'm going to start reading so that I don't get lost. Um, and by the way, you heard that right. KU alums are everywhere. I'm not an alum, but, you know, I'm a big fan. Uh, the room was packed with crimson and blue-clad families. Um, they were incredibly welcoming to us, uh, fellow fans. Um, but in the midst of the crowd and basketball lovers, there was a single waitress. Uh, this woman was solely responsible for the needs of about 75 of us. So you can imagine it was a lot of this. Um, I loved people watch, and um, I especially t tend to watch um, wait staff because I've done that many years in my life. Um, and I noticed something interesting about the people. Nobody saw the waitress. They were enjoying the game together. They were fellowshipping uh, as you do when you have love of sport. Um, but she was just a means to an end, you know, yeah, I need a refill or where are my nachos, et cetera. Um, I had been watching her for some time and I could tell uh, she wanted to be really frustrated, but she, she kept a smile on her face and how you doing, how you doing, how you doing, how you doing? Well, she came quickly by us. Um, how you doing? We're good. But I stopped her. I said, hey, how are you doing? And she, you know, I'm good, I'm good. But then she came back, and she's like, I, I'm good. I'm really, really busy. It's super crazy in here, but, but thank you for noticing. And off she went to go take care of people. Um, but it was at that moment I just felt this tug on my heart. She needs to be um, recognized, rewarded, appreciated, noticed, and loved. Um, so when our bill came... I just I stuck my Alex's blessing in with our bill. Um, we were walking out a door. She was way over in that area, um, entering in the information. But when she pulled it out, she was excited and she turned and you know huge eyes and a huge smile. She she we locked eyes and I just kind of waved and out I went. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, Losing a child is hard. When, when a mama gets pregnant, all mamas know you, you have such hopes and dreams for your baby. And you want the, this child to impact the world. And my boy gets to. That's my boy's name. And thank you for being a part of that with me. <laughs> 